Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is July 8th, and our reading comes from Acts chapter 26. Again, Paul is on trial. He's given a defense for his faith, for his actions. And here's what he says, beginning in verse 9. He says, I used to believe that I ought to do everything I could to oppose the very name of Jesus, the Nazarene. In other words, Paul's saying, I used to be like, exactly like my accusers. And I was opposing the church. I was opposing Christians. I was opposing those who followed Jesus. And he goes on to explain, verse 10, Indeed, I did that in Jerusalem, authorized by the leading priest. I caused many believers there to be sent to prison. I cast my vote against them when they were condemned to death. Many times I had them punished in the synagogue to get them to curse Jesus. I was so violently opposed to them that I even chased them down in foreign cities. Paul was an international terrorist. He abused imprisoned, even murdered Christians, right? Any of you ever done that? I mean, Paul, if we were to describe what is the worst person you can think of, I mean, Paul's Paul's near the top of the list. He's an international terrorist. And yet he met Jesus and God transformed his life. Watch this. Here's what he says. Verse 12, one day I was on such a mission to Damascus, armed with the authority and commission of the leading priest. About noon, your majesty, as I was on the road, a light from heaven, brighter than the sun, shone down on me and my companions. We fell down, and I heard a voice saying to me in Aramaic, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? It is useless for you to fight against my will. Who are you, Lord, I asked. And the Lord replied, I am Jesus, the one you are persecuting. Now get to your feet, for I have prepared you for what purpose? To appoint you as my servant and my witness. Remember, that's what the book of Acts is about. He says, tell people that you have seen me and tell them what I will show you in the future. And I will rescue from both your own people and the Gentiles. Yes, I'm sending you to the Gentiles to open their eyes so they may turn from darkness to light and from the power of Satan to God, then they will receive forgiveness for their sins and be given a place among God's people who are set apart by faith in me. So Paul describes his life before Jesus, and he was a murderer, a persecutor, an evil man. He has this encounter with Jesus, and God totally transforms his life. God redeems his past. God gives Paul a fresh start. We talked about that yesterday, right? When we talk about justice, our hope for those who have broken the law, who have been imprisoned, that they, our hope for them should be that they're redeemed and that they are given opportunity to make a fresh start. And that was true for Paul. And he met Jesus. And what I love about that is he didn't meet the church. He didn't meet religion, right? He didn't meet rules. He had an encounter with the person of Jesus. Again, that's what we want you to learn to do, is how to be with Jesus. Because when we are with Jesus, 
we become like Jesus. And just like the Apostle Paul, we begin doing what Jesus did. And this is the only hope for our culture. So when he meets Jesus, Jesus didn't say, hey, I want you to be a politician and fix the government and change the laws and then everybody will behave. Then he says, I want you to be a witness. And remember, that's what the book of Acts is about. We have been empowered by the Spirit to be a witness in our world. And that's the hope for our culture. Why? Well, he goes on to tell. He says, because their eyes are closed, they're in darkness, and your witness will open their eyes. And because they're living under the power of Satan instead of living under the power of God. You ever look at our world and, and wonder, why do people act that way? Why do they do such crazy, ridiculous things? Well, they're living in darkness, and they're living under the power of Satan. But it's your witness that turns on the light and breaks the power of Satan and leads people into a relationship with Jesus. This is the one and only hope for our families, for America, for our neighborhoods, for our schools, for our workplaces— it's the power of the gospel. Listen, it lives in you. God's called us to be a witness. So this is such an encouraging passage because what it means is no matter what's in my past, God can redeem it and set me free. And the secret to my freedom is not religion and rules. The secret to my freedom is an encounter with Jesus. In fact, a daily encounter. We're trying to help you learn to open the Bible and to see yourself in God's story. And to see through a person like Paul, if God can do this in Paul's life, guess what? God can do it in your life. God can do it in my life. We can be redeemed. And now that we are being redeemed, as we're learning to be with Jesus and he's transforming our heart, healing our pain, we're walking in a greater measure of freedom. He's inviting us to be a witness in our world to point people to Jesus. And this is so important, not to point them to rules, not to try to control their behavior, but to help them fall in love with Jesus like you are falling in love with Jesus. Why? So that they can go from darkness to light, so that they can go from the power of Satan to living under the power of God, just like you. They can be empowered to be a witness in their family, and at their workplace, in their neighborhood, in their sphere of influence. That's how Jesus builds his kingdom, one person, one life at a time. I'm so grateful for Paul's testimony, for his life story, how God rescued him from such darkness through an encounter with Jesus and then turned him loose to be a witness in our world. And he wants to do the same thing with you, no matter what you've been through. No matter what you've done, God can redeem it all and give you a fresh start, empower you to be a witness so that your life is the light of the world and leads people out of bondage and into freedom, into a relationship with Jesus. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for Paul's testimony. And God, we're so grateful for our own story, how you've never given up on us, how you redeem our pain and our failure and our sin, how you transform our life, how you love us in our brokenness and imperfection, how you came after us and, and you were a witness 
of the heart of the Father, and it's captivated our hearts, and it's leading us into healing and freedom and transformation. God, we're so grateful for that. Lord, we invite you to empower us, to anoint us, to be a witness today, to tell our redemption story, to point people to Jesus, the one who loves us, and the one who has the power to transform us so that God's eyes are opened and people go from living under the power of Satan and bondage and brokenness and addiction to living under the power of God and freedom and hope and purpose and joy. God, thank you for your presence and for your empowerment. Lord, open our eyes to the people today who need to hear about what Jesus has done for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me again today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.